Welcome, you're listening to Ask the Doulas, a podcast where we talk to experts from all over the country about topics related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and early parenting. Let's chat. Hello, hello. This is Kristen with Ask the Doulas, and I'm joined today by Caitlin McGreas. How are you, Caitlin? I'm so great, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm thrilled to chat with you. So if you would give us a bit about not only your experience in the maternal space, but also some info about Be Her Village, your online platform and registry. Absolutely. Well, I didn't set out to be in the maternal space, actually, until I became a mother. I was a special ed teacher in New York City, and I went to go have my first child, and I just had a really underwhelming experience. And I feel like part of what was underwhelming about it slash traumatic, like it's, I sometimes don't embrace the word traumatic for my first experience, but part of it was like, I thought I knew what I needed. I thought that I had done the right things. And then it sort of just all fell apart anyway. And like the birth fell apart and birth went sideways. I ended up with a C-section, which was fine. It was like the first time in my birth that somebody listened to me was when I was like, can I have a C-section? Can this be over? Can we just get the baby out? And what happened though is like I landed sort of in postpartum with a newborn with cracked and bleeding nipples with a c-section with my body sort of torn to pieces sorry for anyone who's pregnant and listening to this. <laughs> right um, but I was like in this really tough spot my husband had to go back to work there was no paternity leave for him and I was alone in my nursery and I was just looking around and I was like surrounded by all this stuff And I was alone and I needed help and I didn't have it. And that for me was like my entry into motherhood. And so it set me on this journey of sort of trying to figure out what happened to me and why, why an independent, intelligent, outspoken young woman could like sort of have this horrible experience of feeling voiceless and powerless and then alone and unsupported as I became a mother. And so the first place that brought me was into doula work. I actually had a second birth where I hired a doula. Um, It ended up being a VBAC birth, which was wonderful and life altering. Um, But I'm always so careful to say that the stuff that was hard about my first birth was not the C-section and the stuff that was joyful and transformative about my second was not the vaginal birth. It was everything else, you know, it was like finding my own power and, and stepping into it and finding my voice and being more active in my care and choosing care providers, that sort of thing. So After cute. having like this completely different experience the second time, I thought, well, I need to, I need to do something. I need to do something. I've always been the kind of person that wants to like, quote unquote, change the world. And at least I can work with mothers and I can help them have more of the second kind of birth, more of an empowered birth, more of an experience where they understand the choices that are in front of them and understand how to navigate their birth space and their birth team and how to have a better birth experience. So I ended up going for my doula training when my second baby was five months old and Almost right away, I started doing doula work full time. I ended up founding a doula team and just really went really hard into doula work for about five years after. And I had another baby in the middle of that as well. And so it's not really something I planned on, but it just, after going through the maternal health care system myself and experiencing the shortcomings of it myself, I really couldn't just go back to normal life. You know, (laughs) motherhood just changed me and altered me and it made me 
we take action into it. So, so that's my background in this maternal health space. What I'm doing right now is actually sort of a natural progression of that. So it's like, okay, gave birth, jumped in, hands-on doula work. And at a certain point, I was just feeling like, all right, so we're doing 50, 50 births a year, let's say. And that's wonderful. And the people we were reaching were having really just incredible experiences, deeply impacted by the work that they were doing within our practice. We were running workshops. We were, you know, it wasn't just dual support. It was a lot. And then it's like, all right, well, how do we make sure everybody can have this? I started learning about Black maternal mortality in our country and that four times as many Black women are dying as white women. I learned that 12 times as many Black women are dying in New York City, my city, versus (sighs) white women. And I started really just waking up to, and still it's sort of an unfolding, right, as a white person to wake up to this sort of thing. I started waking up to the inequities that exist in our country. I started realizing that the reason why people aren't hiring doulas isn't necessarily because they don't know about us. It's becoming a lot more popular. Often it's because they don't have the money and they don't have access to our care. And so I thought, well, how can I, how can I change that? How can I do that without doing what somebody else is doing? Like, what can I create? What can I add to this like plethora of all these intelligent, creative beings that are like working on this? And I started thinking about something I think, I wonder if you can relate to and what many people that are listening can relate to, which is like this idea that we have people walking around with like $900 strollers and like the fanciest of baby gadgets and they have a doula because they can't afford it. But like, well, where did they get that stroller from or that fancy baby gear? They didn't buy it themselves. Their families bought it for them. Their friends bought it for them at their baby shower. And so I started thinking about baby showers as this point of support going towards families, but that support is coming at them in, in the form of thousands of dollars of baby stuff that as anybody who's already had a kid knows we don't use at least half of it right it's <laughs> like, so true takes up space and then you have mothers who are I mean parents in general also but really mothers who are just left behind who are ignored who are just sort of okay you had your you had your baby cool go home we'll see you in six weeks and there's no in-home support there's no support system that's built in. Some of us are lucky enough to have one. Some of us are lucky enough to have thousands of dollars to pay for one, but the vast majority of women are struggling and are going without their needs met and are going through this incredibly transformative time in our lives completely alone. And the outcomes really support that. Like we are just behind as far as if you look on an international scale, the United States is the only developed country with rising maternal mortality, 50% of which women are dying after their babies are born after they get to the hospital. So there's this huge gap in care. And while I don't think Be Her Village and our gift registry is like the answer to the entire maternal mortality crisis, I think it is one answer. I think what we're doing is offering parents a way to line up their support team ahead of time to understand thinking about support, first of all, like identifying that support. And then most importantly, using the Be Her Village as a gift registry to get the funds in their account to pay for that support. Because the support we need, doulas, lactation support, pelvic floor PTs, mental health care, birth doulas, childbirth education, community support groups and classes, all of these things are not covered by insurance. And if they are, it's patchy and not accessible to everybody. So with Be Her Village, we are offering parents a way to line up that support and get the funds that they're getting from their baby shower 
in the form of a support team. Exactly. And can you walk us through what the experience on the platform is like? Absolutely. And yeah, for not only um, the pregnant individual, but also for health care related practitioners. Absolutely. Yes. So we'll start with the parents. We created Be Her Village thinking about parents and thinking about the people who are supporting parents. So we want Be Her Village to feel like you're shopping on Amazon. We want it to feel really easy and really familiar, right? Because I think as gift buyers, like to go do something new, it's hard enough to get a gift buyer to go to a regular registry, right? So like we want it to be, feel as easy as possible. So it's, it's actually, it's super simple. You go, you create a registry and you have two options. You can create your own registry listings. If you know who your support providers are, you can put them right in there and register for all the different types of support that you'd like, or you can go into our registry guide, you put in your location and it populates with providers that are in your area for each different category. And what you do is you fill out your registry and you know you can put acupuncture, childbirth education classes, diaper services, mental health care, doulas, that sort of thing. Anything that you want, it's going to look different for each person. You connect your bank account, it's super simple, it's just a couple of steps and then your friends and family you can give them a registry card. You can send them the link to your registry. Some people put us on their invitations. It's sort of like a, a variety of ways, but you share it with your family and then they come and they shop like they would shop on anything else. If you have a $500 doula, they can put $50 towards that doula. They can give you an entire gift or a partial nice. gift. And those funds go directly into your bank account so that you can spend it on the support that you need. So we're really trying to take this $12 billion that's being spent on baby gifts, baby stuff, baby gear, and funnel that towards parents and towards support for parents. So for providers, what we also do is we want providers to be able to use Be Her Village with their with their own clients. So we've made it really easy for providers to create a free profile. All of their services can be listed on that profile, and then they can share Be Her Village within their, their practice and with people who are thinking about using them so that they can get clients another way of raising the funds to pay for our out-of-pocket costs. Hey, Alyssa here. I'm just popping in to tell you about our course called Becoming. Becoming a mother is your guide to a confident pregnancy and birth, all in a convenient six-week online program. From birth plans to sleep training and everything in between, you'll gain the confidence and skills you need for a smooth transition to motherhood. You'll get live coaching calls with Kristen and myself, a bunch of expert videos, including chiropractic care, pelvic floor physical therapy, mental health experts, breastfeeding, and much more. You'll also get a private Facebook community with other mothers going through this at the same time as you to offer support and encouragement when you need it most. And then of course, you'll also have direct email access to me and Kristen, in addition to the live coaching calls. If you'd like to learn more about the course, you can email us at info at goldcoastdoulas.com or check it out at thebecomingcourse.com. We'd love to see you there. And especially during these times of COVID where family members who would normally want to be very hands-on and involved after a baby or babies are born, um, they may not be able to. And, you know, that isolation is a real issue the last couple it of is. years. It's, Kristen, when will it be over? <laughs> 
I have no idea. I'm not even like a, I'm not even a new mom. And like, I am feeling that. And I just feel so heartbroken for people who are growing their families and starting their families during this time. It is not normal. None of this is okay. It's just not, I don't have anything to like make it better. It's just, yes, I think part of what's so crushing about this pandemic is that moms needed support before this pandemic and we need it now more than ever. It's the hospital system is really hard to navigate and there's not, you know, like library groups. That's where I always went when I had young kids, you know, like library and little gyms and all these places where moms would find the support of one another. There's just nothing like sitting in a room with someone who is in the exact same position as you or has been like a month before you to make it feel okay. And yes, Absolutely. I think it's really a struggle. I think families are trying to keep their elderly and their older generation safe, which often means isolating them from from the people that, you know, that need their support, quite frankly, or there's travel restrictions. People don't feel safe traveling or can't travel to come help a new parent the way they normally would. It's extraordinarily difficult. And now more than ever, I think we need support. It hasn't changed in the pandemic. If anything, it's just gotten the need is more pressing. And that's exactly why um, we created our Becoming a Mother course, because our clients were feeling isolated. They wanted to connect. They didn't feel safe connecting in person. And of course, you know, their providers and pediatricians are talking about isolating, restricting visitors after baby's born and even in the hospital with visitor restrictions. There has to be a way to connect. And I know you have Facebook connecting groups and you've done things beyond just the virtual platform and registry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we are, I mean, we're actually, it's, it's an active goal of ours is to really build out that community of parents because, you know, the people who understand the need for support, the people who are starting off their parenthood journey or in the middle of their parenthood journey and are finding Be Her Village, it's really a select crowd, you know, it's really like people that are that are thinking about themselves and thinking about their baby's needs as their needs too, right? Like it's not just about the baby, it's about the dyad of the parent-baby relationship. And so we are finding more and more ways with our Facebook groups and we're going to start introducing some virtual events soon of just like, let's get together in a room and let's connect because it's really special to, to have you know, other people who are like-minded and who understand that need for support. It's it's a completely different way of thinking, quite honestly. We have this reel that's going viral right now, or I guess went viral on Instagram, and it has 2.2 million views the last time I checked. And Wow, Caitlin. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild because we like put it up, we put reels up all the time and it nothing happened. And then three weeks later, I don't know what happened in the Instagram algorithm, but it just started taking off. But the comments are so revealing because there's so many people in the comments telling us, telling me, telling Janelle, telling us as Be Her Village that we're just, that we are being ungrateful and that we don't deserve support as mothers, that if you become a mother, you're on your own. And it's just like this toxic Uh, poison out there. And it's like, well, you, you know, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Like, I'm just like, I'm like literally about to write a dissertation on like people pleasing and how it creates and how telling little girls that creates people pleasing women, you know, and how we need to- we just need to st- 
stop and just recognize that. And so I feel like it's tough because there's so much that needs to shift and a lot of it needs to shift within us. So to find other people that already sort of have this basic understanding of motherhood should not be punishment and it's not something that's done alone, but it's something that we do within a community and interdependence and being uplifted by others is not just a way, it's the way, it's the only way. It's the only way anything moves forward. And I think there's just like a really unique set of people that understand that right now. And we're growing that awareness as we go. But I think as a new mom, it can be really, there's nothing better than finding your people, you know, than finding people that really understand the experience that you're going through. And I think that's so valuable. So the course that you guys are doing, it's just, I think the more options and the more access that new parents, especially in a pandemic, but always have to connection and support is there can't be too many for sure. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, again, there's this hustle and bustle in the U.S. about returning, getting your body back into shape, not asking for help, just, you know, getting back to work as soon as possible. And so much pressure compared to traditional cultures where they support families for at least the first 30 days, some into a year. Yes. And so... I, so we were on NPR and I had to do a presentation as part of the NPR fellowship. And I did research into what other countries get. And let me tell you, Kristen, it is like mind boggling. There's this like strange American individualism that is like, quite frankly, toxic. This whole like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, like you can do it. And if you don't, you're on your own. I don't get it. I don't, I think I probably should have been born in Europe or something. I don't know, but I just don't get it. I don't get this idea idea that we are completely on our own and that if we are failing that like we're bad you know and I just don't I just think that like if you look at any other developed country besides the United States mothers are thriving they're thriving and not that's not to say that things aren't like needing improvement but their maternal mortality rates are down and dropping whereas ours are up and climbing, which is unacceptable right there. Exactly. But maternal mortality is really like the mortality, mothers dying is one end of a spectrum, right? So like, yeah, women, maybe more women are surviving, but like, are they thriving? Are, is our mental health intact? Are our pelvic floors intact? Are we breastfeeding at the rates that we'd like to be? Are we losing income? Do we have paid maternity leave? Like there's just so many pieces of this puzzle that we need to address. And instead of thinking of it as like, I was able to get through this, it's like, well, I deserve, I deserve, I shouldn't have to be strong. I shouldn't have to know all of these things. I shouldn't have to have $10,000 to hire the best support team. Like it should just be the way it should be easy for mothers to become mothers and to stay whole and be supported every step of the way. And so that's, that's the world I'm working towards where we're normalizing mothers being supported, where we're normalizing thinking about them as we're gifting. When we think of making a a gift for a baby shower, usually it's like, cause you want to help. You want to make it easier for that family as they transition. And so with Be Her Village, what we're doing is we're saying, well, there is a way. There's a way for you to give a gift that will be meaningful and impactful and will really help this family as they transition and welcome this baby. Yeah, so much better than clothes that they'll outgrow or an extra baby blanket. And so, yes. Oh my God. Kristen, let me tell you, we are making so many baby blanket makers very angry on Instagram. (laughs) 
they're very offended. They're very offended. Oh no. <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna make people mad because we're saying something that's kind of a big deal. You know, it it shouldn't be a big deal to say moms deserve support and hey, why don't we gift them some support for their baby shower? But there's lots of people that are really stuck in their ways and stuck in, well, you have to, you know, you have to gift people this thing and or I use this gadget. What people don't understand though is like baby showers were created by the baby gift industry. They created well, yes. as a ritual so that they could sell their stuff. It's really all created and manufactured. And I think that what we're trying to do with Be Her Village is in line with what you guys are doing. It's like, it's about getting back to the basics of coming together and supporting the mother and focusing on what actually matters. And the truth is a bunch of plastic gear that you may or may not use is not really the thing that new parents need. No. So we are running out of time, but feel free to, you know, give our listeners any last tips or advice about this amazing and terrifying journey into motherhood. (laughs) What would my advice be? I would just say, God, there's so many things that come to mind. I would say to, if nothing else, look at your baby as needing first and foremost, a well-supported caregiver. And so when you think about how can I care for my baby, it's how can I care for myself? Oxygen mask goes on you first so that then you can take care of them. Because I mean, it's really, that's what it comes down to is that we have to care for the parents so that they have the energy and the stability and the joy in parenting that they deserve and that the baby deserves. So please think about yourself, think about your support team, create a support plan. You can go to beherevillage.com, find out more about types of support available and create your registry and start getting the funds to pay for that support that you deserve. Exactly. Beautiful. And so you're on quite a few social platforms outside of your website. How else can our listeners connect with you? Great. So definitely beherevillage.com. We are also on Instagram and Janelle, who's actually a former dual client turned friend turned uh, employee with Be Her Village. She does reels every week and they're hilarious. So definitely go check out our Instagram if you're not following us there. We're also on Facebook. And so we have Be Her Village community group for professionals and families and support, not just actively pregnant people, but you know, their parents and grandparents, that sort of thing. And we also have a Be Her Village professionals group for any professionals that are looking to network there. We are also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and we have a podcast as well, actually, beherevillage.com slash podcast, or you can find us on podcast apps pretty much everywhere. And we do a little bit different from this. We talk to both parents and professionals, sort of, it's like a, a mishmash of the two talking about the types of support that are available, because I have to be honest, I've been a mom for almost 10 years, which is absolutely nuts to say. And I have three kids and I've been a doula for seven years and I'm still kind of learning. Sometimes I get surprised about the types of support that are available and like the real nuance behind how important it is and what people are doing. So I I learn a whole lot doing those podcasts. Really, really fun. Well, thank you so much. And I love everything you're doing and appreciate your insight, Caitlin. Course, Kristen, thank you so much for being part of this and for inviting me. And I just, I love the work that you're doing. And I think that the only way forward as an industry, and now I'm talking to birth professionals, is to work together. And so I'm really grateful for you for the invitation. Yeah, it's so true. And we're though we're very thankful to be on your platform and the Facebook support group has been great. So really appreciate it. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to Ask the Doulas. 
For more information about Gold Coast Doulas, visit us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thank you. Remember, these moments are golden.